0: But they not hear you the whole time? It's no. A strange because there you, you are... I'm in. They should be able to hear me now. Hi, guys. <laughs> Sorry Thank about you. that. <laughs> no idea what happened there. Um, for some reason, it didn't pick up my audio. So apologies for that. Anyway, um, can you hear both of us okay now? Hopefully hopefully you can. Um, I think Matthew has just said we can't hear you name. You're muted. Okay. <laughs> No, Is I think. NIMS still
1: muted. I'm not now. I don't right? think.
0: I think we're all good now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Nuclear
1: Adams, could you repeat everything from the yeah, start, please?
0: Okay, they can hear me. They can hear me. Okay, cool. Right. Well, I said hi, guys. <laughs> Welcome back to the Transfer Darker stream. All ready for game week thirty-five. I'm joined as always by Kylie, and then Kylie said her a bit, and I said that we're going into a rare single game week. Yes, Kylie. I mean, you know, we, it's a bit abnormal for us, isn't it, at this point with so many doubles around? But um, then I said we'll we'll get into it, and here we are with Coutinho. So our first pick is Coutinho, and you may think this is an odd one based on recent form, but the thinking here, as I was saying, is that we we want to get ahead of the curve, right, Kay? And and yeah when Kylie was saying that uh yeah something about rainbows (laughs) yeah yeah that that one there (laughs) (laughs) um Coutinho has 66 points so far this season in 993 minutes uh considering his teammate Ramsey has played over double those minutes and has just 36 more points that's not it's not bad at all really that kind of leads you to think Ad Coutinho you know been around a bit longer he he may be up there with a ramsey type in terms of points he has managed four goals and three assists since his arrival in game meet 22 but he has been a little quiet of late a bit like me eh? <laughs> um his, his last returns came in the double game meet 28 for those of you that did have him brilliant stuff uh where he got that monster haul of two goals and one assist one of those goals coming in the last six matches against Leeds. He loves a goal against Leeds, it seems. Uh, Coutinho has dropped a lot in ownership since then. He peaked at around 30-something percent, I believe, and is now back down to around 11.5%. It's making him a bit more of a differential than he has been at at previous points in the season. Uh, Dropping in popularity also means dropping in price, and he's now back down to his starting price, of 7 million so you know in terms of inflation (laughs) he's an absolute bargain right now and decent price for a player who we know can haul in good fixtures with a double game meet right kylie
1: yeah he definitely can um i'm sure there's many others like myself who enjoyed that game week 28 haul and in fact there's probably plenty of people in the same boat who had planned to captain him for that one and then got spooked because Villa were, frankly, a bit mm. crap in the build-up. Yeah, that all sounds familiar. <laughs> Hopefully, that's going to be the same case this mm. time. I think we're all kind of optimistic about that. Um, do you know what Villa really? Villa are really difficult to kind of get a grip on yeah. um, in terms of results, even in terms of the stats. Because if you look at their attacking stats for the last six game weeks, it, it or the last six matches. It's like, it's really inconsistent. It's quite difficult to get a story. So they've only scored five goals um, and, and not all of, uh, you know, I mean, you would have expected more particularly against Tottenham, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that five goals is pretty poor. They've had 81 attempts, which is not bad. I think that's sixth best. And in fact, that's only four less than Liverpool had in that period and we obviously look at liverpool as a a juggernaut of an attack um they've had 33 shots on target that is third best and Mm. in fact only chelsea and city are better than that Mm. and then they've only had eight big chances uh total over that period which is sort of bottom end of the table so you can see even in terms of those metrics they're not all coming together for like one consistent story and that can be quite a deterrent for people who are looking to invest in villa obviously the big appeal with them is their fixtures and they feel like a bit of a fixture punt. And we have to take those kind of choices at this end of the season, particularly with the ones that are lower owned and especially with someone who is being sold by people. And you can understand why people have been disillusioned by him and and are selling, you know, it's five blanks in a row, I think. Mm -hmm. And essentially since his, his last haul. And those hauls that he's had have come against Leeds twice, Southampton mm-hmm. once. So that's that doesn't bode hugely well, um, unless you consider the the majority of the opposition that they have left and the, the caliber of that. I mean, the big appeal is of course this game week ahead of their double double being Norwich, who are comfortably worst for XGC. Last six, their XGC is 12.95. So that's, you know, 13 goals. I think they've conceded 11 in that period. So Mm -hmm. they've bested their XGC, but it's still horrific. And to be honest, Burnley aren't massively better than that. And they play Burnley twice. Um, one in each of the double game weeks and of course they also play Liverpool in 36 and then they play Palace in 37 so now seems like a good time to get him kind of try and maximize the Norwich game and then have the the doubles and sort of coast through in terms of his stats uh xgc uh sorry xg you know of Mm 1.03 not amazing obviously it's it's a little bit uninspired it's consistent with what we've sort of seen of them, but his his actual attempts aren't too bad. It's 13 attempts or in the box six on target. So nearly 50% on target, 10 chances created. None of that is too bad. So I think with Coutinho, you look at it and you go, He's got some opposition that is like the teams, that kind of flat track bully moment, like the teams that he has performed well against previously. Mm-hmm. You're hoping for a repeat of game week 28 double mayhem. Yeah. It may or may not happen. <laughs> and and the challenge that people have, of course, is that there is so much competition in midfield. But yeah. he he does feel like he's not going to get rotated in the way that you know, some of those Chelsea guys will, some others will. So he feels fairly stable. And if you get something, you're golden. So I, I think he's worth the punt just mm. based on fixtures alone.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't own Coutinho, um, and I didn't for his last haul, and it absolutely hurt. <laughs> It'd be nice to have him for these fixtures, and and it would mean. The problem is it would mean losing another double game week midfielder for myself in order to fit him in. So, yeah. you know, without a wild card or anything, it's it's a bit tougher for me because it means losing like a Saka or a or something like that. Um, you know, if Saka had been out injured, then I may have considered that switch. But I have seen training pictures with Saka uh today so i think saka is fine so it makes life a little more difficult for me to own him but i really would like to own him for these next run of pictures for sure
1: mm, yeah i i am bringing him in yeah. i did have him last time and that was highly enjoyable um <laughs> i've only just wild um surprise because that's
0: not what you heard last week no I was gonna say hang on what (laughs) (laughs) you mean you've just hit it right (laughs) no uh
1: quick recap so uh I was pretty clear on my transfers last week uh I did bring Mount and Werner in and then I one hour before the the deadline I realized that uh, I had no defense (laughs) okay and in fact the only defender that I was certain would start was Robbo who everyone Mm -hmm. else was certain wouldn't start Mm-hmm. That wasn't encouraging. It had Barnes and Foden, and there was a lot of rumors about these guys not playing. So I ended up doing my wild card ultimately in about half an hour. Okay. I don't know why I do this to myself. It's actually <laughs> gone quite well because I kept Robbo. Um, and I brought KDB in, one of our picks from last week. Oh, so, brilliant. Yeah. Um, but because I wild carded, I am now well set up for the next few weeks. And I do have all doublers at the moment. So bringing Coutinho in is something of a luxury transfer because I'd be bringing him in for another doubler. But having just wildcarded, I hope that means do that. I don't have injuries. Yeah, yeah. unless some come up. So uh, I I will do that. But it is kind of tricky. Like you said, it's a mount or a Kulisevsky that would go. Mm. And I'm open to selling Kulisevsky. Um, but we shall see. But I, I like the punch on him because I think a lot of people might be put off buying him.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, Let's move on to our second transfer target then. And you might consider this one a boring pick, but if you are on a wild card, which Kylie now isn't, (laughs) or you want a way into Liverpool defence without breaking your balance, then Matip could be your man. Liverpool have kept 16 clean sheets with Matip on the pitch, which is almost every game week, as he's only missed out six times this season, racking up 2,430 minutes in total. And he didn't play last night, which means he's now got a rest for the weekend. He's not the attacking juggernaut of his other teammates in Robson or Trent, but he does carry some attacking threat with one goal and two assists in the season. One of those assists coming in the 540 minutes of the last six matches, and it was... Against Leeds, so we've got a oh. bit of a running, a running theme here with Coutinho and Matip scoring against Leeds or getting assists against Leeds. Everyone scores against Leeds. <laughs> Sorry, Leeds. <Thanks. laughs> yeah. Um. This season, six for all defenders on points this season with one hundred and thirty-five only behind his other three defensive teammates and the two City lads of Laporte and Cancelo. Matip is just 6.5% owned when you compare that to Van Dijk, who is next highest, I think, for Liverpool, around 20%. He's somewhat going under the radar in terms of picks for people's teams especially as he's just 5.1 million an absolute bargain. for and always nail defending one of the well in the best defense in the league Liverpool having one more game um one more clean sheet sorry than Man City do so how are his stats looking Kylie for those interested in uh, making him a bit of a filler for their teams
1: pretty good I mean the thing with Matip is that you know he's stats are kind of by the by, right? Because really, you're buying him because you can't afford the double up of Trent and Robo, which is completely understandable. Having just wild carded, yeah, I only have Robo actually. Oh, of Trent. welcome. Yeah. Uh, it's just terrifying because I am terrified. Well, I've every actually, <laughs> I, I, I didn't. Have, I got rid of Trent a little while back, actually, so I've been riding with Robo only for a while. That has obviously paid off for us because Robbo has been the one in, in form, but yeah. there's definitely, I would have liked to have both on there, I had to make a choice, and I went nostalgia because <laughs> just undying gratitude to the man, and he did reward us this week. He did. Last week. He did. Um, but I, there, there's certainly an element of discomfort in mm. in only having him, and obviously Mateep will not cover your risk exposure to Trent's attacking returns. No. Um, and obviously Van Dyke has, you know, is so completely nailed. So those guys have a leg above my team. No, one's going to argue that, but of course, with the double game week that Liverpool have in 36 coinciding with literally all the top teams having a double and therefore all the most expensive players that you might want in your team, whether yeah. you're wild carding, free hitting, bench boosting, or just riding on transfers it's a really expensive team the best team that you can have is an expensive team so there has to be sacrifices made and that is a very viable one to have your salah say um either trent or robo depending who you've got and then have him a teeth in there because i was really surprised by how many games he played there is a perception with him that he's more prone to Rotation. And I've spoken to uh, quite a few friends who are Liverpool fans and they seem to feel pretty confident that he's going to play. So mm-hmm. I think you can take the risk at 5.1, you know, have have a bench player there. But um, Liverpool are second best for XGC over the last six. They are behind City. They're on 4.55. But they've only conceded two goals for that XGC and that is best in the league in that period you know that they're going to have to keep it tight at the back over the coming period. We know that obviously city have a better fixture run Mm -hmm. um, on paper than Liverpool do. So defense is going to be really important And because there's such high stakes. I do feel like they are going to prioritize that. You know, they say good defense wins leagues and all of that sort of stuff. So, you know, hopefully Um, he's, personal stats from an attacking perspective an xg of 0.41 not high but he you know given his position he's a center back it's not really a super attacking position Mm -hmm. he has an xa of 0.34 again that's not bad what's interesting is he has had five attempts in that period all of which were in the box all of which were headed attempts yeah and um, none of them were on target but that being said delivery from trent and robbo that bodes well you know he's mm-hmm. he's keen he's in there he's looking looking yeah. to get the opportunity <laughs> so i would not be in the least surprised just given the caliber uh of delivery that he can expect that you know he, he could nick something he created one big chance during that period as well so you could sneak a bit of an attacking return otherwise clearly Clean sheets and some bonus points are kind of the the main thing that you're going for there. Um, Fixture-wise, they have Newcastle this week, this coming game. Hard to know what to expect out of that. Obviously, Newcastle (laughs) have been doing really well. They were really the form team for for this calendar year. Yeah. They did just concede a bag load of goals to Spurs, Mm -hmm. though, so a little bit of vulnerability there. Um, They then have Spurs and Villa in the double for 36. And then Southampton after that. So it's not terrible fixtures. They're pretty good for Liverpool, they're they're good fixtures, right? Yeah. It's it's just that I think people make the comparison to, to City. So I think also the fact that they're 2-0 up in the Champions League after playing last night, that bodes pretty well. I think if they had that extra goal we'd maybe all feel more assured that it's, it's fine, you know, cause mm-hmm. then they can rest a lot more players, but yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, I think it, I, I think if you need money and mm. you have someone maybe like a James that you've lost confidence with, I can understand you're keeping James as well, but you know, if you need that money to fund like a really important upgrade somewhere, it is definitely doable. Yeah. It
0: might not seem glamorous, but no. Okay. For, for me, it's, I think it's a cheaper way into a good defence than potentially going for City. Um, So at the moment I have Shah, who I would obviously like to upgrade for that double game week in 36. And so Matip is considerably, you know, less money than, say, a Laporte. Uh, So he's a potential option for me of a way into, you know, into Pool's defence and... I guess it helps soften a little bit of Trent's blow if you know if Liverpool do keep that clean sheet and so it kind of if Trent then does anything for those Robbo and Trent owners as long as it's not a case of you know um no clean sheet and then all attacking returns then if they manage to get the clean sheet then you're at least kind of you know keeping keeping with them a little bit which like which I quite like so yeah. I'm I suspect for myself he'll be in by game week 36 uh for that double all you know all being well at the moment it's it's probably between him and cash <laughs> if I'm honest yeah. uh what about yourself are you have you considered him or did you get him in on your wild card or
1: I didn't get him in on my wild card. Um, I'm not bench boosting because I've already bench boosted. So okay, um, I've, I've spent sort of all my money mm-hmm. in my 11 and That's that fair. includes Alonzo Cancelo and Robbo. So um, hard to bring him in. I, I think if I was in a position where I needed to, I certainly would look at him. He feels a bit like one of those, in hindsight, why haven't we considered him once? He's been yeah. completely overlooked despite doing really, really well. And playing the minutes, he just kind of seems to have been the forgotten man a bit.
0: Yeah, I agree. So um,
1: I think it is a good opportunity if anyone's in that position Mm -hmm. where they they need to bring someone in. You can't go wrong with extra Liverpool defence, she says. (laughs) Well, not owning Trent.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Amen to that. Okay, let's move on to our third and final transfer target and our differential pick and it is Enketia, Um, he is our differential pick because much like Werner was last week, Enketia's minutes have been few and far between (laughs) this season, he's only managed 415 for the season, 314 of them coming in the last 6 matches, Uh, this just goes to show that Arteta is finally noticing Eddie again, (laughs) he's finally noticed what he can do, this has been partly because Lacazette has been iffy in form and a little bit unwell, so it's opened the door and given the opportunity to Nketiah, given him a chance to Also, he wants to leave, right? He's said that, hasn't he? Yeah, who looked at, Lacazette. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think he just, well, he said he wants to play Champions League football, which we touched upon last week, and I, I think that kind of, yeah, it's just kind of meant that, I I think we will buy a striker anyway in the summer, but I think it's giving they now in uh, in form. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. I mean we are highly linked with mm-hmm. him. Uh, I think it'd be interesting to see what happens with with Eddie, but uh, I, I think he deserves his place at the moment. I think Arteta is is willing to give him that. Um, he has only scored two goals and one assist this season, but, you know, in that game time, that's pretty good. Two of those goals coming in the last six matches with his brace against Chelsea, meaning he only has 32 points for the season. Again, not not great, In but, you know, like we said, very limited minutes. Uh, many wondering how much game time he'll get now. As an Arsenal fan, in my opinion, I do think that it's kind of his place to lose. Uh, he has played extremely well the last few matches where Lacazette has been absent and so I, I feel like it's really given a boost to the, the youngsters and that attacking threat to have him there and I think he's really grasped it with both hands and so don't get me wrong I don't think Lacazette will be pushed out entirely. I think they'll probably share the minutes if I'm honest but I do think then Ketty's minutes will be a lot more consistent than what they have been so I think the last few games will definitely see him if not starting but coming on you know for a good 20-30 minutes of the match and yeah I mean at 5.5 million he could be worth a punt because there's nothing more dangerous than the player trying to prove themselves you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, It's just 2.4% owned as well Kylie I mean that's a a definition of a differential player, right?
1: It is. <laughs> and I wonder how many of them actually owned him before mm-hmm. if he played Chelsea. Because I, I mean, he just—it's it, not just that he was like werner level differential. No, he was like genuine forgotten man. Like yeah, I legitimately forgot that he was oh, with Arsenal, off the map entirely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't mind it. There, there's definitely risk, um, yeah. as you said, and you're the Arsenal fan here. Mm-hmm lacazette probably isn't completely pushed out and and also we just to be honest don't really know um but arteta's shown reluctance to play martinelli in that position so it doesn't seem like he's going to start doing that now since he's brought eddie and ketia back in from the cold um and arsenal we know when they're on song their attack is ridiculous right they get really good metrics going and They deliver, those young guys do really well, but there's a lot outside of Saka, there's rotation risk anyway. Absolutely. You know, particularly ESR, Martinelli, like lots of people have invested in Martinelli and, you know, it looked like he was nailed and Mm -hmm. then he misses out for various reasons. So it feels like with those cheaper options in midfield as well, there are risks anyway. Yes. So, and given the fact that there's competition in our teams for strong midfield, as we discussed this when we're talking about Coutinho, mm-hmm. maybe you don't want to gamble on one of those. So, the gamble could be, you know, more of an option up front where you have less competition for mm. really kind of stable and actually scoring picks who are at a sort of budget friendly level. So I, I think in that respect, if if money is an object, which let's be honest, it is for all of us, then he could be worth the punt. I just, I think you have to look at it and not expect him to play every minute. But yes. I think with, if you look at the teams that are doubling, you know, they, they Who's to say there's not going to be rotation amongst all of them anyway? Mm -hmm. Even our premium picks, yes, are subject to some rotation, absolutely, especially
0: with them being in bigger competitions and you know things like that. I mean, 36 is not a nailed you you're going to have exactly you know a a very definite starting 11 of you know of 11 doublers completely (laughs) or 15 doublers, depending on whether you're bench boosting. I mean, all you can do is give yourself the 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 best option it's and who possible. do
1: you think has the highest ceiling in whatever that sort of low end of minutes might be I think that's how you have to look yeah, at it. so absolutely you, you know we have to and we always have to move a little bit away from minutes at this point mm-hmm. of the season yeah. so I think in that respect like if you're open to that because mm-hmm. not everyone is and that's fair enough but if you are open to that it could be an option mm-hmm. um over the now obviously his minutes have been limited yeah but in his minutes in the last six matches. He's got an XG of 1.59 and an XA of 0. 0.23. He has had 10 attempts, eight of them in the box, four on target, four on target out of 10. Not hugely amazing, but he's still shooting enough given his limited minutes. Yeah. He has had three big chances though. Yeah. And where that's really encouraging is because that's talking obviously about the quality of chance that he's getting, mm-hmm. therefore the quality of pass or delivery that he's getting as well. Mm -hmm. We know that there's a lot of creativity um, in that Arsenal team. So that all bodes really well. In fact, 33 minutes per attempt is a really nice amount. It's averaging you know, three per match, which mm-hmm. is good, especially at his price. He has also created five chances. So even though his XA is quite low, he's still creating a little bit. One of those was a big chance as well. So he's not just creating useless opportunities. Yeah. Um. So I, I think it could be good. Their fixtures are a little bit mixed. I feel like mm-hmm. it's quite hard to read. And they've got West Ham away. really know what you're going to get. With West Ham. To be well,
0: I mean, if they're all benched again, all their big players because of Europe, then, you know, it could be okay. But <laughs> then look at what
1: they, they did well against Chelsea. They That's did. The
0: thing. So I don't
1: know. It depends then- on
0: the West Ham that turns up
1: it is yeah then it's Leeds at
0: home which is always promising well the given our show. previous two picks I mean we've had two that have done well against Leeds maybe yeah. just maybe Leeds this is, is a premonition
1: for yeah. to we do haven't well told Leeds. you all but that's actually the theme of this show yeah. is who's playing Leeds um, <laughs> I actually really like Leeds so I don't want to hate on them no. sorry Leeds um but they are playing that and then of course there's an all bets off North London Derby North North with London Spurs Derby. Mm-hmm. so always a big Occasion, an yeah. especially big occasion in this instance because the fight is on for fourth place mm-hmm. uh, and therefore champions league so you know this is a huge game in that respect and yeah. it you know I expect there to be goals. Mm -hmm. I expect it to be a fun match. So it's not one that would particularly put me off attacking play. I wouldn't want defenders, to be honest. Arsenal defence concerns Mm -hmm. me with the fixtures that they have. But I think from an attacking perspective, you know, it it could work out quite
0: well. Yeah. No, I I agree. And um, North London Derby always means a lot to me because my daddy, who sadly passed away, was a Spurs fan. And obviously myself and Arsenal fans, it was always quite a big deal in our our household. Uh, But it's... One thing I can say of all my years of watching it with him is that it's it's usually tasty and there's usually mm-hmm. a lot of goals. So if you're thinking of selling your Spurs assets, uh, uh, I would be considering, reconsidering that a little bit uh, because, yeah, usually there are some goals either yeah. side. And even if Enkete didn't start, which I, I think maybe he could, uh, I do see... Arteta thinking right this is time you know maybe around yeah. 60 minutes to bring on some fresh young legs and let let Enkete run at Spurs and that could really you know it could open I mean up. the hunger's going to be there this is the thing like
1: now we've we've all had question marks of both Arsenal and Spurs in recent weeks because mm-hmm. obviously the fight for top yes. four has been on and <laughs> yes. you know we've had some mixed results in that mm-hmm. period but I think like this is always a high stakes match anyway. Yes. And that, you know, it, it, it's that sort of glory thing of, of beating each other. But obviously now it's not just beating each other or securing uh, Champions League. It's all of those things wrapped up in one. And, you know, if you secured Champions League by beating your fiercest rival in what is like a, a sort of six pointer in this case, then, mm-hmm. you know, all the better for it so i think <laughs> i think it could be fun i'm looking forward to watching that match Anyway,
0: yeah it should be good uh, i'm i'm considering in myself uh as i am at the moment i'm thinking our bench boost in 36 i'm rolling this week and i'll reconsider but i think that'll be the case and to be honest, for that price range, there's only really Eddie or Watford forward as. Um, as we don't the want to go there.
1: Everyone has that. I've kind of been drama. there already
0: this season. So, uh, yeah. Well, I that's have think... been double
1: like Watford attack. Line. Yes for oh, quite a long how time that actually happens is still a mystery to me I have
0: no idea i have fed who i'm currently thinking about selling on because he doesn't have the double and mm-hmm. it would obviously help free up a bit of cash as well to help invest elsewhere and, and move char up to a matip for instance so definitely considering may even consider verna to anketia uh, <laughs> well that's the one that i would consider. so uh, mm-hmm. so that really would uh, kind of free up you know a, a lot more cash <laughs> mm. um and and then i probably you know then it may be kind of more more bets off on on who to consider at the back there but uh yeah definitely considering it's it's nice really to be able to talk about arsenal assets this season i think as as FPL potential because yeah. in the last couple They've of seasons in the <laughs> they have they have definitely okay guys well let's have some of your questions in the chat i think there's already been a few uh kylie if you can grab a couple but if there if you've got any more guys just pop them in the chat for us and we'll do we'll do a little you know a few minutes of catching up with some questions for you guys yes okay i'm scrolling i'll also do some scrolling see what i can find nice yes. Uh, toby says can i take a hit to do kulus vetsy to coutinho two thoughts kylie uh okay
1: my only thing with that obviously coutinho has on paper the better fixture this week thinking about it is that Leicester match is obviously bracketed by the uh, Conference League matches for Leicester and the Europe is clearly Leicester's priority we can see based on the kind of teams that they're putting out the Premier League yeah so um, it's usually a high scoring match as well this fixture If they do put out a weakened team again, which I would expect, and I believe that Leicester fans are expecting as well, then that might be exactly the kind of game that Spurs need to sort of revive their their push for Champions League. Um, So that would be my concern in terms of just jumping ship on on Mm -hmm. Spurs, particularly for a hit, particularly given the fact that Coutinho hasn't been in form. Um, But Coutinho does have you know, the extra thirty seven fixture. Yeah. So you I feel like if you're going to do that move, you have to do it this week because of the Norwich fixture. Mm-hmm. Um I think there's also a case of just bypassing it deciding to keep Kulzevsky, um, and then maybe changing
0: in thirty seven or something. Yeah, I'm very much in the same uh ballpark with that one, if I'm honest. I I don't know, I feel like Spurs have to turn it around at some point if they're in with a chance of top four. So they, much like Arsenal, when they dipped a little bit, they, you know, they kind of turned it around and I feel like Spurs will need to do the same if they want to continue fighting. So, you know, in the next match or two, you'd expect them to be, you know, going all out for for goals, I think. so.
1: I can see a question here from Lisa Marie. Yeah. Hi. Would you do Livramento to Matip or Cash? I'm free hitting 37 and bench boosting 36. I could wait to get Cash in on a free hit 37 instead of now, or should I forget Matip and do Cash now? But well, to be honest, I would probably go Mateep, particularly because you're free hitting in 37. So you, you know that you'll have that Cash uh, double for 37 when Matip doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mateep on a bench boost I really like he's nice yeah. and cheap they are a solid defense and um you know you're kind of getting the best of both then you've got the the defender for the better team for this game week and then in 36 for those doubles and then you're getting the benefit of cash um, maybe doing really well in the double game week in 37 so that would be my my pick
0: yeah um I think so as well I think I'd probably go Matip as well. I, I like him as a pick, and I'm I'm considering him. So, I think if you yeah, if you're going to go for it, then he's he, for me. He would be a, a bench boost as well, as Kylie said. Um, and you know, as a bench boost player, he's he's pretty decent for that pick. So I've no reason why 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 I feel any differently really to what what Kylie said.
1: Here's um, an interesting one. So from Michael O'Sullivan, wild card, Salah and Son or KDB and Mane. I say this is an interesting one because I wild carded mm. without Salah.
0: <laughs> um, oh, interesting. I
1: I have Jota at the moment. Now that was not intended to be sort of like a long-term thing. Okay. I was punting on believing that Jota would play the last game, which he did, and hopefully this Newcastle game. Um, so I will be doing a switcheroo situation. Um, and I can get Salah or Mane. I would kind of like to see Mane be rested in uh, the Newcastle match, to be honest, because I'd like to see him get a rest before, because I think he's more likely to get rested than Salah. Um, And I quite like the idea of a punt on um, Mane instead of Salah for the run-in. I am in a chasing position, so that's part of, why you know i think if you're really happy with your rank um then Salah is obviously a no-brainer yeah um Salah's a no-brainer just sort of generally anyway but i don't believe that i would captain Salah in this period you know 36 when they double i have my triple captain to play and i really want to play it on a city player possibly yeah. de bruyne um there's risks inherent in that as well but that sort of negates my feeling like i kind of have to have salah and i therefore don't feel i have much advantage in having Salah. so i think it depends on where you want to go but i think kdb and money is really strong really strong
0: yeah (laughs) and i don't think i'm going to disagree with you again either um i do have Salah, but i'm pretty happy with my ranks so i'm kind of happy to stay with i I have considered going to kdb from salah and i yeah i'm like yeah i'm kind of happy where i am so i I don't really want to kind of hop off of if i was wild carding or free hitting maybe i'd consider it but yeah i think out of those two options i i I quite i quite like that one um chef fpl says start matip emerson royal or rodrigo i think matip for myself yeah they're out of those ones And uh, Mikhail says, keep Mount and have it or part with one and what to do with James? Cry with respect to James. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think you can afford to lose one of the Chelsea lads after this double, um, I think. I don't think that, I I think that this
1: double was the one to have a huge amount of them in because... They had more to fight for i just feel mm-hmm. like by the time we get to 36 they're going to be pretty sewn up in champions yeah. league i think you know they've got fa cup then yeah. um so i think we can see some ro- expect some rotation there i wouldn't want to have both uh yeah, maybe keep i'd maybe keep mount mm. as
0: I think see how tonight goes. Definitely, yeah. And then I would go from. I mean, if they win tonight, Mm -hmm. as we're all thinking they will,
1: then I would definitely be selling. Uh, Yeah. you can go into the double 36 for Chelsea, but I I think three might be overkill by that mm-hmm. stage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And I, I think maybe if Mount gets his rest tonight as well, then that might see him sealed for the, you know, for the period for the rest of the season, which may help you keep him. Um Havertz could do really well and you might like the punt of go, you know, of his potential points. And, I think tonight will sew up, sew up a lot, but I do think it can be worth getting off one of them, especially with some of the players like Coutinho's or um, Foden. some exotic, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I think you can. Go, don't get me wrong. I feel like if you're like myself, I've got three other singlers that I want to kind of get out yeah. of my team with Werner Mountain and uh, Alonso already in my team and not having many transfers between now and 36 to kind of get rid of those singlers for potential doublers. I don't think it's an absolute need. I just think you have to be aware that or be prepared for some rotation over that double game week with those players. But I feel like if you wanted to take a hit to punt on somebody else who was maybe more nailed or um, you just fancied having a bit more fun with it, then I, I don't think there's anything wrong with, yeah with losing one of them at least and and spreading out yeah. your kind of chances effectively okay cool we'll take one more and then we'll head off um okay well there's two
1: short and sweet ones there. Oh, okay so cool one, yeah let's go for it Ho- then hoxton and um, mm-hmm. KDB for the rest of the season yes, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice easy one
1: nice and easy i would say that is a definite yes, yes. for me mm-hmm. um Okay, and then Steve Sedman, thoughts on Kane versus Salah for Captain Game Week 35. Sorry if you've talked about it. We actually haven't at no. all. Um, obviously, there's lots of other Captain content um, on Scout, so some of that will be really good to look at because they'll probably break down the stats a bit more for you. Yeah. My personal instinct, I own neither, so <laughs> take this as you will, is um, – I think I would go Kane, actually. I think the Leicester match uh, is one that suits him. It's one that he has a really good, like a really, really good history in the Leicester match. And as already discussed, I'm expecting a weakened Leicester team for that because while Tottenham's priority is Premier League, Leicester's isn't, you know, they're not fighting for those places, they are safe. So Europe is kind of their main concern. Um, so I think I would go. I think I would go Kane. I I know that Spurs have been poor attacking wise the last couple of game weeks. Maybe there's a Doherty factor in there because obviously mm. he was really beneficial to their attack. But it's yeah. not like Salah's been setting the world on fire. Yeah. So um, I think that you can gamble on Kane. But it per it is a personal preference thing because I think either are viable. They both have good fixtures.
0: Yeah, this is a tough one. I keep going back and forth myself. I have both of them and I am kind of flip-flopping between the two. It's been mostly on Salah and I think seeing him in the Champions League last night, he looked really sharp. Um, he he got an assist but he potentially could have had two only the... Um, Liverpool the,
1: looked ridiculous. Yeah, in
0: that first half. The Henderson goal actually ended up being an own goal, but it would have been, a, a, you know, a, an assist for Salah had uh, Henson got to kept it. I personally thought it was on target, but you know, it's one of those ones that can go either way by the slightest margin. So he could have had to assist last night. He looked really, really good, as you say. Newcastle have been great at the back recently. Don't know though. I mean, it's it's still Liverpool, Liverpool. isn't it? Um, In terms of Kane and that situation, Kane has a great record against Brighton and he did nothing last week. So I think that's kind of putting like maybe putting a little bit of doubt in my mind for captain in
1: although spurs don't have a great record against brighton i'm no. not sure about canes personally but um i know that bright brighton have been a tricky team
0: yeah they, they, well they are a tricky though. team for a lot of people in general they, are, yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> they got us true. this season as well uh That's but true. yeah so uh but Leicester is as you say a great match for kane i think it may very well depend on how i feel after Uh, this evening's fixtures so um, I'm doing pretty well so far I think I'm on something like 68 points if Chelsea were to go big tonight then I may feel like I'd, I'd quite like to take the punt on Kane otherwise I may play it slightly more safe on on Salah I think that's probably how I'm looking at it Yep. But um that's it guys. Thank you so much for oh. watching. I'm so sorry about the uh, about the start nim <laughs> situation. Yeah, yeah, I'm really not sure what happened there. It's um, actually
1: her introducing her new mime act. That yes. will be coming out next <laughs> yeah.
0: season. Fantasy football picks via mime. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and um yeah, hopefully yeah, li- these little um these little gremlins will uh, will clean themselves out in the next couple of weeks. But uh I hope you all have the best of luck for the coming game weeks. I hope you absolutely smash it. But before you go, Kylie will wrap us up with some admin. Sure. So we're wishing you
1: guys the best of luck this game week. Please, of course, um, like and subscribe if you enjoy the show. And if you want to see a bit more of Nim and I, you can get links below to those. So best of luck. And, well, I won't see you next week because I'll be sipping cocktails in Vegas. But (laughs) Nim will.
0: So. Oh, I, I think then. so, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> if not, we'll definitely be back the week after. So we'll catch you soon, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone.